0: and welcome to the October coffee chat. I feel like I should have put on like a nice fall sweater for you but it's like 88 degrees outside so I did not do that. I did however make my coffee in the cutest little mug. Isn't this the most amazing thing ever? This pumpkin latte and it has a little pumpkin on top and I did bust out the pumpkin syrup for you. It is um the pumpkin caramel scone I think from skinny syrups which you ask a lot of questions about, but I just get them from home goods. Um, So super excited to get into this. So Now, if you're new around here, our coffee chats are a once a month thing where we get to catch up, talk about the last month. You let me know all the things down in the comments and just kind of tell you very casually what I've been noticing in the past couple of weeks i love these because my normal videos are very structured they're very scheduled sometimes i schedule them out months in advance and this is more of a chance where i can talk about things that i'm seeing kind of more like in real time i always film them just a couple days before so today is um wednesday before this is gonna go up and october starts on friday which is insane but we're not gonna talk about that because i feel like in the last one i was like oh my gosh I can't believe it's september and i'm like oh my gosh I can't believe it's october so we're just gonna leave it but you know it's So first off, I would love to know what you've been up to. How did September go? Um, For me, it went pretty well. I really wanted to nail down those systems and routines. And I feel like I almost did. I'm like almost there. I'm close. I'm close. Um, And September also, it's not quite done yet. There's still, you know, the rest of today and then tomorrow. But so far, it is my best month ever by teensy bit, so there's a little sneak peek of what's coming at you when we do our income report at the end of the year but that you know made me made me quite happy because i wasn't actually sure if i was going to hit best month ever or not so very excited that i did hit that mark in this video in particular, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, some design elements that I've been using in my products that I'm really loving that you might want to check out a little bit of a Canva update. And then we'll talk more about, um, so, and then we'll talk about a couple of books that I think you should read and a couple of like systems kind of things that you should definitely, definitely make sure you stay till then. Cause it's important. So first of all, how is your September? Let me know down in the comments. I want to know all of the things you don't have to tell me specifics, but how did it go? Did you make a lot of products? Was it super overwhelming? What do you think? Um, I My main goal in September was like to get my routines down and I think I'm almost there. I'm like I'm like this close, this close. So that was a win and then I actually just hit yesterday my official best month ever which is very exciting because we still have a couple hours today and then whatever happens tomorrow. So very excited about that. I wasn't sure if I was going to hit best month ever so very glad that I did um and now it's October I'm not gonna whine too much about how the heck it is October and quarter four but here we are it is October which is very exciting because my birthday's in October and yes I'm one of those people who's like it's my birthday like we call it my birth month I just like as soon as i see the pumpkin it's seriously it was like august and there were like pumpkins out and i was like look andrew there's pumpkins it's my birthday and he was like your birthday's in two months i was like i don't care there's pumpkins it means it's my birthday so for me like fall just means it's my birthday and that's always very exciting even if i don't have like you know especially like last year it was pandemic we had like nothing going on it was still exciting <laughs> um and this year still don't really have anything going on but i am still excited so great debate What's your favorite cake? Let me know down below what cake or what dessert I guess do you like on your birthday. I am partial to spice cake. Last year I went with not one but two cakes because again pandemic had nothing going on. Might as well. So we did um, yellow cake with chocolate icing and also spice cake with cream cheese. Both were excellent. Um, this year I'll probably not do two cakes but I will definitely be eating some spice cake because so let me know your preference one down in the comments. And also, are you like super into October or like not into October? Some people are like really into fall and some people don't really care. I love it because again, it's my birthday. So, you know, I'm also excited because in October we're going to Disney and it's like my favorite place in the world. So very excited for the Disney-est, for the ness and also for my birthday. We're not going to Disney for my birthday. We're going a few weeks before, but it's still exciting right. So enough about random things you don't care about. Let's get into some actually interesting things. Um, number one, I wanted to talk about some design elements. I was looking at, okay. Um, so I always make Google slides for my class. And because of that, I was looking at some, slides, some slideshows that I made last year and the year before for my, you know, class that I posted on TPT and thinking, oh my gosh, these are so ugly. Um, so I want to share a couple of little design tips for you. Number one, if you have a, if you struggle with like what it looks like, I feel um that was definitely one thing that I um I mentioned actually in my mistake video just like not worrying about how my products looked it was definitely a huge mistake that I made at the beginning I wish I'd put more effort into it but that being said I have found one of my new favorite things and that is background scenes. So I've always been into like the digital paper in the background of my slides and I still use that sometimes. But I have found that a lot of times I can use a background scene and it's just a lot more, and it's just a lot prettier and just kind of like a better aesthetic overall. So what I mean is like literally a picture that is slide size that's usually of a place so that could be um like I just did some pumpkin themed things so like pumpkin patch um I have some that are like at the ocean I have some that are mountains I have some that are cities like I have all sorts of different things and even if there's nothing in the slides that are super particular to that if it's kind of particular to that I feel like I can get away with it so like I just made one um for a song called macaroni which is about a horse and so like I had a little horse in, this bot- in like the bottom and then like little bottom corner and then the background is just like a little simple scene and it just makes it so much cuter so I highly recommend that if you are looking for like especially with younger kids and especially if you do have things that are maybe seasonal or talking about outside or you know all of those different things that you look into background scenes because they can make your products much prettier and much more fun like also I have been using the same fonts for like three years. I bought like two packs of fonts a way long time ago and that is all I have used. And during the back to school sale, I was like, you know what? I want some fonts and specifically like i wanted something really i had this really particular idea in my mind of like what i wanted and there were like two different fonts i wanted and i couldn't find both of them that were in the same pack not like a specific one but i was like i want one that's kind of you know, like a thicker kind of calligraphy one and then i wanted one that was just like a really easy to read and i couldn't find those in like the same pack so i ended up buying like three packs and I do not regret it. Um, it was a really good decision. I have been, again, I've been using the same fonts forever. And so I was kind of like, you know, what's the point of having more if I clearly don't need them, but I really love them. And it's really nice having like other options and different things and I can make them look different. So I might suggest that to you as well. If you have some money, buy some extra fonts because they can be fun. I'm never going to be like the font person, but I will say that I have some fun ones now. And that's very exciting to me. Next up, I wanted to give you a little update and kind of, um, not a retraction, but a specification about Canva. Last month in our coffee chat, we talked about the Canva terms of use, which say that if you are using an educator's account, the free educator account, you may not use the educator items for commercial use. So if you are making something for TPT or for your business, you may not use any of the pictures or any of the graphics or any of the things that are free through the educator account. This is a really big deal because I know a lot of people and a lot of you have even told me that you use them and that is not allowed. So if you have been using them, don't freak out, but stop, maybe make a new account, either a free account, just the normal free account, or purchase the account those two are fine if you pay for it it's fine if you have it for free it's fine it's just that educator where you're getting those things that you are supposed to purchase but you're getting them for free that you are not allowed to use for commercial use because it is for educators is for education which is not TPT. education means for your classroom not for TPT. so do look into that make sure that you have the right license the free one is fine and the paid one are fine it's just the educator one that is the issue along with that i actually did upgrade to the premium canvas subscription it took me full-on four years um i've literally used it pretty much every week since i started my vlog four years ago and i just now upgraded a few months ago specifically because I wanted to have a transparent background on my slides so that I could put them on to my videos so that I could have like you know words appear and stuff like that that just looked the way I wanted them to and I have to say I really like it. I didn't think it would make that much of a difference. I wasn't planning on paying for it forever I was like I'll pay for it for a little bit try it out see if I like it and then probably cancel it Um, because again, I went four years without doing it and it was no problem I just used the free account. Um, but I'm hooked. I gotta say I am hooked on the premium canva account because it's just much more convenient so you have that transparent background you also have things like the background remover which has been a lot of fun recently i didn't think i would care that much about it but i really like it it's a lot of fun um you also have access to a lot more clip art and photos which has been really helpful recently just making sure that i have you know everything that i want and then having other things like having your um brand like fonts all grouped together and stuff like that like it just makes life so much easier and also I think you get more storage which is good because I'm always having to delete things because I have way too many photos uploaded to it and so that's really handy and I just gotta say I really like it I didn't want to like it I didn't think I would like it but I really like it so if you're on the fence about it and you have the money to pay for it you might want to try it out. I will leave a link to Canva down below. If you have not, I would definitely, definitely recommend at least the free version. Again, I used it for four years and it's been fine. But if you want to upgrade, you might want to look at it, see if you would use it because I have found it worth it. And y'all know I am like the biggest cake in the world. So that means a pretty big deal. All right. Two more things. One is some book recommendations, um, specifically ones that you might not hear people talk about as much. So number one is this book company of one. You can see my bookmarks still in it. I'm not quite done with it yet. It's by Paul Jarvis and it is really good. And it's, um, subtitle is why staying small is the next big thing for business. I am really liking this book. I, it was, I think it was last year that I, it was like every podcast I listened to, every YouTuber I listened to, all of the books I read, like everybody was like, you need to hire people. You need to hire people. You need to hire people. And I was like, I don't want to hire anybody and it just felt like this big thing that like I have to do for my business but I didn't want to do and so this book is really challenging that so Paul Jarvis has a pretty large company and he talks about a lot of other people who have large companies that all are really just one person so he works pretty much by himself he uses freelancers every once in a while but he doesn't have like a ton of people on the payroll like people kind of want you to do and so if you are someone who is maybe concerned about the hiring thing and like should i hire should i not i would give this a read before you hire anyone just in case the second thing it talks about is really being against the whole growth just for growth's sake which is a really interesting perspective because you know if you listen to oh my gosh who is it grant cardone with his 10x thing and he's like you you know make your goal and then make it 10 times bigger and then work 10 times harder okay cool but like what's the point point? and he really talks about that in this book talking about you know like what is the point of your growth and if you don't actually need to grow then don't he tells a story about um surfing with his accountant friend and his accountant friend owns his own accounting firm and he it was like September and he was like I just made enough money that I don't have to work the rest of the year and the guy who wrote this book he was like what is this? But really looking at like, how much money do you want to have? Do you want to make? And what do you need to do to get that? And then not just like growing excessively for no reason and putting a ton of work into growing your business without any you know real reason to do that. Now, I'm all about growing your business. Obviously, I have really big goals. I have really big plans and things I want to put in motion in the next couple of years, but it does raise the question of like, what is the point? Now, I say that, but I do have a point for each of my plans and things that I want to do in the next few years. For you, you might also have like, I want to make this much money because I need to do X, Y, Z, great but if it's just like i want to make money because i want to make money then i would really challenge you to look at that and see if you can have a better perspective and see like is there a really good reason that you want to hit whatever that goal is or is it just like oh it needs to be bigger oh it needs to be more you know that kind of mentality that a lot of businesses get into like it just needs to be bigger it just needs to grow it just needs to keep going uh, you may not need to grow so i'm not i'm not anti-growth but think about it mull it over read the book i'll link it below The second one is also one I feel like people will not talk too much about, and this is *Range* by David Epstein. And so this one is subtitled "Why Generalists Triumph in a Specialized World." I picked this up on the rec. um, I picked this up specifically because I was intrigued, because clearly your girl is very much a generalist. I like a little bit of everything. I like to do all the things. I have all the hobbies. I'm interested in everything in the world and I want to share it all and because of that I have felt sometimes like maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to because you're like supposed to really niche you know people are always like you need to niche down need to niche down um and this kind of challenges that notion and it talks about not just in the online world space but like the whole like global economy and talking about the difference of things that work well that are very specialized and things that work well with Being having a more general approach specifically that generalists in particular are better at making connections from outside things so taking like this thing over here and this thing over here and connecting them and that often leads to really successful innovations in the world versus people who are really really specialized tend to stay like in their own little you know in their own little box and have a harder time kind of going out of that box so i do think it is important to niche down but i don't and i will you know keep that but i don't think it's important to niche down like so much that it's too specific you are allowed to be a little bit of general you are allowed to have more than one interest and i think the biggest thing about this book is it really gave me license to be like okay I have all these random things that I'm interested in. That's okay. Like, I'm allowed to do that, and that's actually a good thing, and it can actually help me. So, if I want to read random books about ancient Greek history, I can. And yes, I read random books about ancient Greek history because I find early civilization fascinating. Fascinating. Like, early civilizations, oh my gosh, it's the best thing in the world. I could read about that all day I can watch documentaries about them all day it's just so interesting to me these like societies that existed a long time ago anyway I won't get super into it but my point being it's okay if I'm interested in those things and I you know read those things I consume those things because it might actually help me in my business and it's okay if I have you know I have a couple different businesses and they all kind of feed off of each other and I learn from one thing and can apply that to other things. And it just really helps in general. So really, really liked these two books. I feel like they challenge very normal, like businessy notions that are all over the internet. You have to niche down super, super, super specific. And you must hire a large company and you shouldn't be doing anything that someone else could do. There you go. I will link them both down below in the description um i would say that this one is definitely an easier read range took a while for me to get into it's also a little bit thicker uh, and it's much more like scientific studies it wasn't hard to read but it was slightly harder than this one i've read um i am 111 pages in and I think I've been reading it for two days so if that gives you any indication of what I think about this book I would highly 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 recommend that you pick it up so links are down below in the description and that's almost the last thing I have to say last one I promise the last thing I wanted to mention is that I have been working on my systems and specifically like this week I've been really thinking about things that aren't going as well as I want them to and how I can make them better and this is something i talk about a lot in my book the happier teacher life which i will also link down below you can grab it on amazon and it's talking all about like reducing stress and one of the main ways to do that is to find those things that stress you out and find a way to make them better so uh, for example um i need my choir just started rehearsing again and i really need to make sure that i am rehearsing my music outside of choir and so that's something that has been stressful i tried to do it before and like never quite got it and so this week i sat down and i was like okay on this day and this day i can sit down at this time and i can go over my choir music and just having a plan makes all the difference something else is that i okay don't kill me i use a thumb drive for all my tbt resources i know that's like the worst thing in the world i do back it up but i use a thumb drive and i kept getting error messages because my thumb drive was too full saying you know oh it's too full oh i can't save and i was like trying to do all these things to like get around it and then finally i was like why don't i just buy a bigger thumb drive so i got on amazon and i found like a two terabyte thumb drive that you can buy which i think is going to do a lot better than the little teeny tiny one that i have now so that should be coming in today it should be actually it should be here like now so i will go check when i hang up hang up oh my gosh turn this video off um and hopefully that's there and i can transfer everything over so that i then have much more space and i can make you know more products because who doesn't need more products? Me. I don't need any more products. I have like 480 products. Like it's, it's it's kind of insane. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a problem. I wonder when I hit 500. I don't know anyway friends let me know down in the comments what you have been using for your design stuff let me know about your cake preferences let me know how you feel about october and fall and all of those kind of things and how september went because i do read the comments i've been having a harder time keeping up with the comments recently but i do read them it just might take a while so let me know all those things in the comments or shoot me a dm over at at becca.e.davis on instagram i'm much more likely to see that sooner so there's that. Thanks so much for watching and hanging out with me and here's one last little coffee. Cheers! Bye!